Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 27th. <clears throat> and if you listen to your boy, you're happy this morning. You're happy and we'll get into it. Meta. <clears throat> Meta's up. Let's see. Meta is up in pre-market. 9.69. It's been up as much as like 11, 12%. So if you listen to your boy, you're happy. If, if you didn't listen to your boy, there's, there's very few things that I say throw money into. Google was one. <clears throat> Meta was another one. Uh, another one that, that, that I'll kind of go over is Shopify. I just have this belief that Shopify, um, you know, eBay, eBay reported last night and they went down eBay and Shopify kind of similar things. You know, Amazon is next week as well. Um, if you're not, by the way, on savvy trader, here's what I found on savvy trader. Now I usually go to earnings whisper. I post the earnings whisper stuff in there. Savvy Trader has an earnings, and I really like it because here's what it do, here's what it does. You don't have to go before the market, after the market. Like you do the interface on Earnings Whisper. I've always found annoying. This is nice because it lists before the market up top. It lists after the market down below. So today you have Intel, you have uh, T-Mobile, you have Mondelez, you have Vale, you have Vale. By the way, could blow it out. I mean, they're an energy corporation, so. Uh, I'd be watching that one. Tomorrow you have Exxon, you have Procter and Gamble, you have Chevron. Chevron has pre-announced they're they blew it out of the water. There's no reason to think that Exxon won't blow it out of the water. But here's what I really like: you can take this and go to whatever portfolio you follow. This is the core portfolio. So what in our core portfolio reported this week? Well, Cleveland Cliffs reported, Microsoft reported, Google reported, Coke reported, Boeing reported. Um, Meta reported, Exxon reported. Well, you know what? Let's look in the core portfolio next week what's reporting. Merck, big day here. Uber before the bell, MPLX. Uh, we've got PXD and Devon, big energy plays next week. We got Qualcomm, we got Shopify, we got Oxy. Um, and we have Simon Property Group. You have Moderna, you have Apple, you have uh, Amazon. Uh, all of these report next week. I like this layout. So if you're not part of Savvy Trader, Sign up, follow my core portfolio, follow my trading portfolio. I've got two of them. I also suggest two others. Um, the first one is Stock Market Nerds Portfolio. This is Brad. His portfolio is amazing, amazing. Um, it has been up. Uh, he's been taking 180% gains uh, this year. Um, let's see, year to date, he's up uh, 49% fantastic return fantastic and and what he does is he p tells you why he bought and why he sold there's no reason to fight you know again don't follow a douche on the internet but brad is great uh, another one that i really like is um uh let's see uh we're gonna go to social star covered call strategy portfolio i like this guy trader nate um, he's got a great portfolio. He does covered calls. 
He it basically extends to you exactly why he bought, why he sold, um, covered call stuff. He is up year to date 49%. Yep, just about 50%, 52% year to date. So I think those two are actually the two that I would uh, absolutely follow. The other two that I would follow, because you listen to my podcast, the trading portfolio, you can see here, trading portfolio. Um, I started this late. I'm up 1.71. I've got Meta. I've got Ulta. <clears throat> I've got PayPal. I've got AMD. I've got Netflix. I've got Sedge, and I've got Palantir. Um, those are the ones that I currently have. I've traded in and out of TQQQ. I've traded in and out of several other ones. You can follow every time I trade. It actually comes up in your email with an email. So it's nice and, and, and easy for you to follow. Uh, but the one that I really think you should follow is the core portfolio. And this is just 100% an even weighted portfolio of the names that I have in TrendSpider as the core portfolio. I just bought 100 shares of them. As I move things in and out, I will sell 100 shares, but I will buy 100 shares of the new one. So as I move in and out, it's not a trading portfolio. This is just if you want to set up a portfolio of stocks, this is a good list to go at. These are good companies with good earnings, with good products, and, and good, they're good stocks. So say, for instance, you buy Boeing at 232 today. Uh, my preference is for you to buy it under 200. I think they're going to have another plane disaster issue, um, like an engine uh, you know, recall, uh, something of that sort. It'll be back down to 200. But say you bought it at 232. The core portfolio is made up of stocks that you don't mind holding. Some may have super volatility, like Moderna. I think it's a COVID play. I think it's 100 a COVID play until they get some type of flu vaccine. Uh, MPLX, this is one that's not going to have a ton of volatility, but you're getting a 9% dividend. Um, PXD. Is one. Do I have PXD in here? Yeah, I do. Uh, PXD under 200. Are you upset if you buy it at 220? No, it's, it's a $250 stock. Uh, Target at 134. This is a $180 stock. If you bought it at 145, are you upset? No, you should buy more at 134. Bank of America, I was screaming, buy it under 30. You're almost at 33. Are you upset if you buy it at 33? No, it's a $40 stock. Disney, great example. I said buy it under 100. I bought a bunch at 95, 96, 97. Uh, I think my average purchase price is around $98. And I, am I upset? No, nah, I'm just going to hold on to it. So the point of the core portfolio is to make sure that you're comfortable in these stocks. We don't always have to trade stuff. You know, I, I always say in the, 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 my, um, uh, my main portfolio, I want stocks to buy and hold. I want long-term capital gains. I don't want short-term capital gains. Great. I made 10% on Meta yesterday. Can I take that profit? Absolutely. I think we're going to be back at 300 at some point in time. Do I sell it? Eh, maybe. But maybe I just dollar cost average my way down to, you know, $300 uh, and buy more at $300. And then to a year or so from now, when it's at $500, I can sell it and only pay 15% capital gains versus a 25, 22%, whatever my... Um, top tax bracket is because short-term capital gains are taxed at the highest tax bracket. So 
just be aware of that. Understand your tax situation. So where are we on SPY? Well, SPY just got you in on the 65-minute candles. So 65-minute algorithm on SPY, you just got in at 456.48. Uh, let's look at the queues on the 65. On the 65, you just got out of the queues. Am I thinking that you're going down? No, <clears throat> I don't think you're going down. You're at 382 on the queues. It's coming up to, to probably cover this gap at 384. Should you buy TQQQ? Well, I mean, here's the thing. This is such a, a tight, uh, all-time high kind of thing. I don't know that I'm comfortable getting into TQQQ when it's, it's soared like this. Um, and, and you're looking at you know QQQ uh, being at around 400 and you're 377. Eh, probably hold off. Again, patience kind of pays off. Uh, let's talk about some stocks. DPST, triple levered, small regional banks. Um, this is a bull. Uh, so when the regional banks go up, this one takes off. Uh, this one at $90. I mean, imagine if you bought this at the, the end of June at 57. You've almost doubled your money. You will double your money. You're coming up on this gap at 112. Should you buy it? I may. I very well may. I mean, it just makes sense to me because look at this, this, this long term. If we look at this weekly, this trend before that regional banking crisis, if we just take this and we cover three, three points right here, we're not even up. You're, you're coming up to 120. Like I said, that gap, I think that gap at 120, I think you could easily make that up in this DPST. What you have to make sure of, remember, we had an interest rate raise yesterday. Are the banks still in trouble? The, 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 the prevailing thought is no. So that's why I say DPST, I think it's a good option. Uh, Roblox, I talked about it yesterday. Roblox dipped under 40. It's back over 40. You can play this one all day at 40. See this one? That line, that yellow line right there, that's 40. This one's coming back up. It hasn't gotten a, a buy on the four-hour algorithm. Um, let's see if it's on the 65-minute algorithm. Uh, bu -bu -bu. Yep. 39.96. So, um, yeah, Roblox, I, I think is a good one to, to, to look at. Uh, let's talk about some earnings. McDonald's. McDonald's beat on earnings. The problem I have with McDonald's is it, it is significantly a long-term play. Um, I think it's a good long-term play, <clears throat> but they are close to 52-week highs, I think, or all-time highs. Um, let's see. You're 2% away from your 52-week high of 299. Um, getting up there above 300, that's going to be the, the, the resistance. So McDonald's, while I like the company, I like the earnings, I think it's solid. I just don't like the, the fact that I don't think in the short term you're going to make any money. In the long term, I think you'll be fine. I think there's better places to put your money. But uh, let's talk about love, L-U-V. This is an airline. Airlines have been going nuts. This one. 28.84 down here, and you're at 36 right now. You're crashing down to 33. This one got all the way up to 40. This is a $40 stock in hype. In non-hype, this is a 20, $29, $28. Anything under 30, I think you buy this one. Now, it's at 33. The problem they had <clears throat> was not that they're, um, I mean, let's be honest. They're in a pilot negotiation. Um, their software sucks. 
they have crashed more times over heavy periods where they can't get staff to certain locations. Um, but remember, it, it's an airline. They said we, we extended our travel vouchers and that hurt them. The other thing is last year was such a good travel year. They're getting hurt year over year comparison. This is a great lesson for NVIDIA. Because remember, NVIDIA reported that crazy quarter in June that bumped them up from about $300 to $400. We haven't seen even close to $400 since. It's at $454 right now. In pre-market, it's at $464. This is a great example of if uh, NVIDIA is going to do well in the next, they went from 88 to 109. They're going to have to get about a 120 per share. And is that possible? Absolutely. But in order to, to convey this growth that they continue on, it's going to have to compare quarter over quarter. So it's a good example of, of how a stock, just because of the comparisons, can be brought down. LUV. Any reaction in the, in the market is an overreaction. Now let's talk about uh, Meta. Because again, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Should you sell this one going in here? I think you might want to think about if you're trading this, maybe taking some profits at $330. It will get to $330. But I think that maybe if you're trading it, my personal opinion, again, I'm holding long. Their revenues grew by 11%. They were only expected to grow by 8%. Everything was super, super strong. The stock went from 320 down to 311. The second Zuckerberg mentioned, we're still spending on the metaverse. Now, he got some, you know, Wall Street is saying, eh, maybe we'll let him. Um, you know, and it went back up to 330. But the second he said, we are continuing to spend money on the metaverse, the stock went from 330 down to 310. So you've got to be aware that they are going to continue to spend money. In my mind, I don't think it's a very good spend. It's the year of efficiency for him. So it's not crazy spend like they were doing and they're making more money and they've pivoted. The other thing that I think that, that weighs in this favor is threads. Who's been using that crap? I mean, it's just horrible. But I have no doubt in my mind they will make an absolute inroad into hitting into Twitter's business. They will start sharing revenue with creators just like Twitter did. They will start DMs just like Twitter did. They will start long-form video just like Twitter did. So I have no doubt in my mind that it will be integrated. It will be integrated well. I think they, if they can even take 10, 15, 20% away from Twitter, I think that's a win for them because it, it, it's a product that they developed on a shoestring that will bring in additional revenue. And think of advertisers. If you can advertise on Facebook and get it across Instagram, across WhatsApp, across threads, across all of those different platforms, and maybe they throw it in for free, where's your ad dollars going to go? It's going to go over to Meta. As long as they can deliver an advertiser's targeted message, I think that's it. Uh, let's talk about Rivian because Rivian, I, I, I said Rivian, with their last earnings, um, their last announcement with deliveries at the end of July, I think this one's off to the races. 27, I think it's a $30 stock. I think you can buy it at 27. Does it come back down here to 21? 
I think their earnings that are coming up next week, August 8th, that's going to be a big, big issue is did they increase their, um, uh, have they cut their costs down? We know their deliveries at the end of July, at the end of June were really, really good. Are they delivering more commercial vans uh, at, at a significant margin? These guys aren't going out of business. I think at 27, you could probably buy them. If we go and we look at a long term on this one, remember, this one went all the way up to like 143. And you're at 27? If you go down to 21, you buy more. I think these guys are here. The, the valuation at this price at 144 was absolutely ridiculous. If we look at Rivian's fundamentals here, um, they're not making money. They are losing $6.5 billion. Uh, they uh, have a market cap of $28 billion, but they have tons of cash. They have $11.72 per share. They have uh, almost a billion shares. That means they have $11 billion. They have two to three years. They're not going to dilute shareholders. They're up 47% year to date. Their average target price is 25. Um, the, the most recent July upgrade, D.A. Davidson, they said underperformed to neutral. They moved them to $18. Boy, these guys feel dumb. Um, that was July 5th. So I don't want you to think that this one can't come down. But in my mind, it, it, I, I may be moving this one into the core portfolio because I do think it's the best truck out there. It's the best built electric vehicle out there. The Ford F-150 is a piece of junk. The Cybertruck, people won't like it. I mean, you know, here's the thing. You got to be rich to get a Rivian. But I'm here in New Jersey. You know what Amazon is doing? All Rivian vehicles. So Shopify, we talked about a little bit about Shopify. I think Shopify delivers on next week. I think this is an $80 stock. And the reason I think it's an $80 stock, when you look at this one, it's just under its 200-day. And that 200-day is at 79.27. This is a weekly. So this one was all the way up at 140, 150, 160 back in January 2022. I don't think that it gets back there. But remember, Shopify cut out their costs. They never had a demand problem. They had a cost problem. And they have basically cut their costs down significantly by making sure that their uh, fulfillment center, which is the, the big cost in Amazon, that's gone. That's gone. So all these guys do is print money. I like Shopify. I like their partnerships. I think it's an $80 stock. I think you can get in. I do own five figures of this um, at around, I think, $75, $77 is my average price. I have not bought more. I need to buy more. I will buy more before their earnings next week. Um, Let's see. Uh, Keep an eye on GE Healthcare. They announced earnings. Uh, This is a Kramer favorite, by the way, which makes me nervous as F. Uh, But since their earnings, they've come back down to 77. I do think you cover this gap up to 86 at some point in time this year. It is a very, very strong stock. GE Healthcare, they're going to print money. Uh, They went from $83 down to uh, $0.83 per share to $0.92 per share. I think this is one to watch. I think on the the weakness of the earnings under that 200 day, I think you can buy it. I think this is a great company to just get. Again, we're, we're, we're towards the second half of the year. In my mind, I think there's two things. I think there's healthcare and I think there's energy. I think financials continue to move their way up, but energy has not performed and healthcare has not performed. I think going into the second half of the year, I think both of those do. 
uh, ServiceNow announced a partnership and their earnings came out. Their earnings were fine. I mean, they're at 582, closed at 577. The earnings were fine, nothing crazy. Um, they will tout everything, but the one thing that I do think that they, um, they, they touted that I like is a partnership with NVIDIA. I think ServiceNow, take, you should take a look at it. It is close. I mean, remember, the all-time highs are around 700. So you're not completely, your upside is probably going to have to be a perfect execution. But these guys have, are a software business just like CRM. Um, I think they have a great uh, opportunity here. Um, their market cap is 116 billion. I mean, they're, they're a very large company. Um, their 52 week high is 614. You're trading at 582 right now. So, so you're close there. Their average target price is 592. You're going to have a couple of upgrades come out in the next uh, day after these, uh, earnings come out. So I, I think they'll dig into those earnings and keep an eye on it. Uh, if there's a pullback, I think it's good. Now I got asked yesterday about my PayPal position. I've said it this entire year. I think PayPal covers uh, this second gap up here. Uh, I think it covers this gap up to 85. So at 73, are you, are you upset buying it? No. I mean, even comes down here to 70 and, and comes back to this gap. See how it covered this gap perfectly at 75? It's just kind of capitulating. It's, uh, earnings are coming out next week, August 2nd. So I, I'm holding through earnings. I may add more before earnings. Um, which is always risky with PayPal. It's a little bit, you know, iffy. I hold, do hold very large positions in PayPal at significantly higher prices. Because look, uh, from a weekly perspective, look at that. I mean, you you're, you're, you're 200 days at 154. Your 200 day is 50% above where it is right now. But these guys, um, again, it's fintech. And, and their PE is 31. Uh, their price to sales is 2.92. So their price to sales is not crazy. Um, you know, you, you think about a price to sales. Let's look at Apple. Uh, Apple's price to sales is $7.99. So PayPal is not crazy. Uh, let's look at Microsoft price to sales. Their price to sales is 12. <laughs> Again, you, you typically look at PE price to earnings, but price to sales is just as good. PayPal, um, their PE, is 31. The forward P is only 12. So you're not paying a ton for future earnings. Um, but I like PayPal. Um, let's see. Sam from Facebook. Would you mind taking a look at MAXN, Maxion? Uh, solar Technologies. The forward PE is kind of high, but seems to be getting some good coverage. Just uh, got a price increase. Let's see. MAXN. Who'd they get a price increase from? Uh, let's see. They are losing money. Uh, their forward PE is 132. Um, they got an upgrade from Roth to $40 per share. They're trading at 28. The average target price is 39. Hasn't been covered a lot. Only three coverages this, this year. Two were at one at 22, 32, and 40. So say about 33 and it's trading at 25. Um, let me see about insiders. Any insiders kind of. Nah, no insiders. I mean, it's super, super small, 1.3 billion. Um, MAXN, let's see. I read some articles on Solar Edge last night uh, and Enphase and things of that sort. 
MAXN on the four hour, it has you out. I, I don't like the action in this chart. You've got this gap down here at 18. Um, I think with that PE, without their, um, you know, without, <laughs> they're, they're losing money. I, again, if I'm going to invest in something that with solar, I think Sedge uh, is one. I think this one goes back to 300. It's a 244, um, 245 in pre-market. Their earnings are coming out August 1st. I just don't want to, I, I don't want to put in a small cap. I mean, look at 1.38 billion. Look at Sedge, 13.72 billion. They're 15 times what, what you know, Maxim is. So I'd rather pick the bigger ones. Um, this one's making money, 199 million. I, I'd rather not bet. That's my thought on it. I'd rather not bet. This one, I think it's a $300 stock. I think Solar Edge Technologies, remember, uh, from what I've read, Solar Edge is more international and, uh, and uh, Enphase is more here in the US. What's happened to Enphase is the California has changed the way um, energy works. So essentially, California wants the solar people to start paying for the access to the grid, not just paying the solar people for their energy. So they're getting back less. And that's a big incentive to put solar on your house is not just, hey, I'm getting free energy, but the energy that I don't use, I can feed back into the grid and the power company will pay me for that energy. And California is like, well, hey, we need you to pay for the grid. Um, so we're going to pay you less. And so there's a lot of uh, you know, pushback, blah, blah, blah. But I like Solar Edge. I think it's going to get to 300. I know I bought up here at 260 something. Um, I had it at 280. Didn't quite to get to 300 for me to sell. Uh, I will just add more on the way down. I, I believe in the Solar Edge uh, company. I think they're making enough money. I think they will continue to grow. I think it's good. So Sam, I would go Solar Edge rather than Max N. I, just my pick. Uh, but again, I'm a douche on the internet. I don't know much other than what I read. Let's go over scans. First one is one that I own, CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike had you in here at 147. It's a secondary cross up here. The RSI is at 52. Um, one that is with CrowdStrike that I also own, Palo Alto Networks, Pan W. This one, if you were going to buy one in the cybersecurity industry, I would say this is the one to buy. The problem is it's run up so much. I mean, down here at 180, it was a no-brainer. Anything under 200, no-brainer to buy this one. They're making an, you know, enough money and they're growing enough that it justifies that. 245, eh, I'd be a little bit careful. I, you know, I, I think the VWAP down here at 230, probably where I'd be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, but that, that's one FAZ. We talked about this one a couple of days ago too. This is a triple levered bear on the financials, uh, 1650. I'd be a little bit careful. This one, the reason it came up again is it's just fluttering. The MACD is fluttering back and forth, but the RSI is down at 31. So it is oversold. Uh, could be, you know, buyers could be showing up. Financials have had a good run. Maybe it's time for them to take a break. Another one that myself and Dean uh, D-Man uh, both said, hey, uh, this is a great one after the earnings. See how it came down here to $26? I said under 30, great buy for this company. Uh, they are a running shoe company. They are a apparel company. 
Um, this is started by Roger Federer and a bunch of other people in tennis and stuff. I think Serena Williams is also in on this one. $36 right now. It's, it's another cross-up. I mean, if you got here, I would say wait for it to get under 30. Their earnings are coming out again August uh, 14th after the bell. Onon, O-N-O-N. Another one that came up, O-D-L-F, uh, F-L, O-D-F-L, Old Dominion Freight Line. This is, I mean, this, the, the engine that could, I mean, think about this. This is a, 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 a railroad that was selling for $300 a share at the end of May. Two months later, two months later, you're at 421. That, that's what? 30%, 40% in a railroad? That's huge. It's got a secondary cross up. I probably wouldn't buy up here. The earnings were super strong and it's continuing the run. I'd just be careful of this one. Uh, if we took a look at the weekly, you're, you're bumping up against all time highs. So I bring it up because remember, I, I said, hey, the, the value stuff will start to take off at some point in time. This is the value stuff. This is the stuff that hasn't participated, but will participate. So we may be seeing a shift from the grade eight out to back to kind of uh, regular stuff. Now, DPST, we talked about Bank of New York. It's another cross up. 4562 was the original one here, July 19th. Uh, it's got another cross up at 4563. So it's about the same price. It's just capitulating here. The Bollinger Bands haven't cinched up yet. Uh, I like it just above the 200 day. These guys reported their earnings. There's no reason to do this. The reason I included this one is because I do think DPST has a shot at getting back to that trend line that we talked about. Look at this. Before the banking crisis, this is $61 stock, the Bank of New York. After the banking crisis, it went all the way down to about 38 and you're at 45 now. So uh, there you go. That's the podcast. I will be on again tomorrow. Remember, if you invested, if, if you made money off of Meta, your boy likes tips like a bartender. Think of me as your stock tender here. Uh, I have on my link tree, linktr.ee slash daily stock pick. And there's a list here. If you made money on Meta, you can gift me with Venmo, gift me with PayPal, any amount, any amount, even if it's a dollar. I just like to know that you guys made money. I invested in Meta. I, I've made some money. I'm going to tip myself uh, if I ever sell. But again, I, I'm in that one for the long haul. So I like that one moving forward. I will add more as it gets down to the 310. But if you're inclined to take some profits, if you're in a retirement account and you want to take some profits, I think 330 is the way to sell it today. Uh, but remember, your boy, your boy would like a little pat on the back there. Um, if you like the charts that I have, if you like the algorithms, TrendSpider, 25% off right here. Just click on that link, sign up. You get a yearly or a monthly, whichever one you want. Uh, just make sure that the dollar amount that you're trading justifies the actual cost. Um, I don't want you to use TrendSpider if you only got a thousand bucks in the bank. Uh, I'd like you to use TradingView. I'd like you to use some free software. Uh, and in, in fact, just sign up for Weeble. If you got a thousand dollars in Robinhood, a, try and get that money out because you'll find out how difficult and how expensive it is to get it out. Uh, but Weeble, I love Weeble. I put $1,000 into Weeble. 
this third link right here, use my link, you'll get up to 12 free stocks. Just put in $300. I mean, $300 is all you need. I like Webull for their app. There's two things I like Webull for, the app and uh, their, their desktop software. So if you can't afford TrendSpider, get Webull, get their um, uh, desktop software and start looking at charts. That's what you want to do. Savvy Trader, follow all my trades on Savvy Trader right there. Uh, YouTube, anything, anything that you want. All of my stuff is here. You can gift me, you can sign up for Venmo. If you don't have Venmo, uh, you can use any of these social platforms. Say you don't have social media. I got an email address right there. Say that you want to see the, the, the newsletter. You know, it's a free daily newsletter right here. Just go to dailystockpick.substack.com or you can go to the link tree and it's right there. So anything that you want to do, it's off of Linktree. Uh, if you are paying more than $25 a month for your phone service, visible phone service right here. You know why I sell that? Because I use it myself. I use it myself. I don't pay more than you know, 50 bucks. I'm paying $25 a month for visible phone service, which is through the Verizon network, which by the way, if you look, best network out there. So $25 a month, I got an iPhone 13 Pro. Just brought my phone over, it's paid for. Nice and easy. Um, I don't play the game where, hey, I'm going to get some money from Verizon uh, to get a new phone. No, because you're paying $85 a month for the freaking service. Yeah, I just buy the phone. Makes it nice and easy. Okay, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have fun. Enjoy.